<clears throat> since uh, I am a Zen monk, I talk about Zazen. Za means to sit, and Zen means to be a vehicle for light. Zazen means to open yourself to be a vehicle for light. Just get out of the way. It's just our natural being is to be a vehicle for light. And when we sit in this way, we allow that to happen, that's all. You don't get anything. There's no purpose and no reason except to let the light come through you. <clears throat> when we sit this way, we draw the light or open ourselves to the light. And then we express light or allow light to be expressed through us. We're simply a conduit. That's called selflessness or no self. It's also called Buddha, but I don't want to use the term too much. So when we sit zazen, you're not your usual you, even though you are. You're Buddha. That's why we say Buddha sits zazen. So what does Buddha do? Buddha simply expresses the light, radiant light. We don't necessarily see what we're doing or understand what we're doing. It's not like blue light or white light or something that we can think about. It's beyond our ability to ex understand it. It's the light of darkness and the darkness of light. It's also called satisfaction. deep satisfaction, deep joy. Samadhi.
Can you speak, lift your head up? Yes, sorry. <coughs> I think you said yesterday that we all inherently just have a Buddha nature and a egocentric nature. Um, and I was um, trying to understand more about what you mean by um, Buddha nature. Like, how would we... I, mean, yeah. I know there are certain qualities of like compassion and kindness. Right. Buddha nature, you know, we say everyone has Buddha nature, but another way of saying that is everyone is Buddha nature. So uh, if we say has Buddha nature, that separates us from, it's me and Buddha nature, something I have, but actually it's, some, it's, it's the motivational force of life. Uh, so we... Um, when we want to uh, um, uh, align ourselves with our fundamental nature, uh, we call it Buddha nature. So with, we all have it, but we don't necessarily access it. So that's what m m makes the difference between self-centered me and my Buddha and my and Buddha. When we talk about Buddha, we don't talk about somebody you know as a symbol of Buddha, but we mean Buddha nature. So when we say Buddha does this or Buddha does that, what we mean is Buddha nature. Our, it, it, uh, we embody Buddha nature, but in order to access it, we have to do something. Uh, so uh, when uh, Master Dogen went to, to China as a young man, his question was, if everyone has Buddha nature, what do we why do we have to practice? Why do we have to do anything about it? Uh, so what he found out when he went to China was that, yes, he, although we uh, all have uh, Buddha nature, or our Buddha nature, um, it doesn't become apparent except through practice. Um, so basically, Buddha, basically, Buddha nature is basically, <laughs> it's our basic nature. We say Dharmakaya. Uh, Dharmakaya is the, the Dharma body, uh, which um, is is the basis for all other activity, for every all activity, all phenomena. We avoid using the term God in Buddhism, but it's but we slip it in underneath. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's Buddhism. So we don't become attached to anything. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that means if that is that if, uh, is that meaningful. I don't know what I heard you say. 
yes. So we say, one moment of practice is one moment of enlightenment. Practice, uh, it's like st um, when, when you want to make glue with two different parts, you put one part into the other and it becomes glue. It's like uh, practice and, and uh, um, potentiality. So the practice activates the potentiality. And then we have uh, enlightened practice. So in order to actually, uh, although Buddha nature is always latent and, and is our basic nature, we don't access its possibilities. I don't want to say possibilities. Activate its um, uh, um, uh, potentiality within ourself. Um, so activating potentiality within ourself means to let go of ourself. To study the Buddha way is to study ourself, and to study ourself is to forget ourself. So practice allows us to forget ourself so that we can be filled with Buddha nature. Being, that's called being fulfilled. So all of us want to be fulfilled, fully filled. So in order to be fully filled with what? With Buddha nature, with um, radiant light, with um, the uh, uh, Master um, Wanchi has a wonderful saying. He says, step into the center of the circle where light issues forth. So, Buddha nature, in this case, is light, radiant light. Which is our true nature. You can say it in various ways. That's the way I like to express it. Wayne? Oh, yeah. Spirit. Yes. I, I was thinking about that a lot. And I'm intrigued by, um, I mean, as those of us who are getting old know, we have a certain battle we lose against gravity. <laughs> <laughs> yes, gravity that takes on a different uh, dimension. <laughs> Yes. Are there ways, and can you um, uh, share with us any ways that we can actually use gravity to increase our access to spirit? Well, you know, we have a contract with it, and we have to shake hands with it, you know, and become friends with it. Um, when we're young, you know, we have more energy. Uh, but as we get older, 
we, we feel the effects of gravity more. When you get kind of old, <laughs> I don't want to like to say this, but you know, you sit down in a chair and it's, uh, it's harder to get it back up, you know, because it's kind of nice to sit there. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike uh, Zazen. <laughs> so, so um, right, so we're always falling, we're always uh, uh, adjusting our balance with gravity. Um, uh, Suzuki Roshi uh, used to say, um, everything is falling out of balance and regaining its balance every moment. And if you think about it, that's true. Everything is changing. Change means um, changing your balance. So li life is like a dance. And we're little dancers, you know, doing our, <laughs> our little dance with gravity. And so we have to adjust ourselves all the time. Our balance, if, you know, we have our ideas about what we want to do, but we can't necessarily do all those things that we want to do. Uh, because everything is changing and we have to change quickly in order to keep up. So if we know how to change quickly, we can uh, be active for a pretty long time. But if we don't take, if we, if we don't find our contract with uh, um, gravity or ignore it, then we work against ourselves. So there's some, you know, lightness and agility uh, are really important. To cultivate lightness and agility are um, two important factors that we, as you get older, uh, you have to cultivate. Otherwise, you lose them. Because gravity is winning. <laughs> you know, it's like the demon that's winning. <laughs> it's, it's just heavy, heavy, heavy. So gravity's not heavy. We're heavy. <laughs> so we're, we're, you know, we're the pillar between heaven and earth, so to speak. Uh, and we get our energy uh, from the top and uh, our motivational energy. And then on the bottom is gravitas. <laughs> gravitas, heavy, yeah. So finding our balance all the time with the changes and uh, with lightness and agility is what you have to cultivate when you get older. You should cultivate it all the time. You don't have to wait. But, um, and um, yogi practice helps. Uh, sitting zazen is actually to collect energy. If you feel tired after zazen, you're not doing it right. Because when you sit up straight, this is working with gravity. You'd rather do this. You know, unless you're thinking about it, you do this. And even in zazen, you do this. You know? <laughs> because you're just giving in to gravity. So we have to be aware of that. And so we're standing up straight is giving more access to our spirit. And we become spirited like a horse, a young colt. <laughs> we don't have to get that old. We say, ah, oh, geez, you know, I'm 70 years old and I'm really old now. You don't have to do that. We predict our 
uh, activity level. We think, oh yeah, now that I'm 70, I'm supposed to be act this way and that way, right? Well, in a way that's true, but uh, you don't have to give in to that. So um, uh, you can keep yourself in shape by really paying attention to how you interact with the forces that be. <laughs> we have a lot of choices. We do. And I'm only 88. Oh, man. I'm going to have to stop. <laughs> and bef before we leave, I have a couple of announcements. So um, uh, we have the practice discussion with the three of us today. So Mel is in that room one, which is off the main big room downstairs next to the manager's office. And Max is behind that. If you go around counterclockwise past the elevator all the way around, there's a room 100. And I'm in the so-called basement, the very bottom floor. And um, if you take either the elevator or the stairs down, there's stairs right next to the uh, elevator. And, uh, and then if you go to come to the bottom, you just uh, turn right down the little hallway. There's only one side, si only one side hallway. And um, there's a r uh, door that says facilities office. And, um, and if uh, doors closed, uh, wait outside. And when someone comes, comes out, then you can come in. So hopefully, and if you don't know, can't find the facilities office, you can ask the managers. So I hope you enjoy your day.